So what is the focus of the podcast? So I am a dental hygienist, former office manager, you know that. And then April is an assistant and she owns a brewery. And so our vision is to bring teams together and show you that hygienists and assistants can work together. And it's really, really hard. But we can do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, hit it. Okay, look at her. Do you want me to kneel down? I can kneel down for you. No, 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 no. (laughs) Makes me feel tall. So we are recording right now with the Emily. Did you get one of mine too? Oh, it's right here. Tell us who you are. Who are you? How'd you get so beautiful? How do you look so tall with that hair? (laughs) April wants to know. I mean, Jill, Nurse Jill wants to know. Well, I am Dr. Emily Latron. I am the best mom in the world. And uh, so I've been a dentist for more than 28 years, international speaker, certified high performance coach, best-selling author, business strategist, and dentist for almost three decades. And uh, yeah, you know, you know how sometimes you're kind of conscious about how you look. And so, of course, I'm really tall, 4'11". So I usually get my hair spiked up a little bit. So I'm very conscious about putting stuff on my hair, right? Because I got to stand up, and if you put something over it, then it's going to go a little bit shorter. But my, my, um, my mission is to help healthcare professionals get rid of stress, to streamline the business, and increase profits. And I really appreciate uh, both of you, April and Cindy. Cindy. <laughs> Sorry. April April and Cindy for taking the time and establishing this platform. So I'm sure you're sharing great insights and personal experience to help other people grow. So what is this that I hear that hygienists and assistants don't work together? Well, they have, there's a stigma that they can't get along in some practices. Mm -hmm. And we want to show you that the more you get along and help each other out and support each other out, the better everybody's going to do, right? The better practices are going to do, the better your day's going to be, the better your mental health, everything. Do you agree with that? Is that something you see when you're coaching offices? Well, you know, um, as a high-performance coach, I think the way I help people look at it is you always want to be your best, right? So if you're your best self, you're not going to think about, you know, gossiping, putting each other's down. I actually use the Kobe assessment which is a, um, it's a very short 33 questions assessment. You fill it out. It helps us understand your mode of action. If you get a task, how you usually approach it. And, and so if we know what people's strengths are and we put them in a position or we give them the task where they can maximize their strength, it would help eliminate the stress. So let's say, let's say you and I, we have different uh, mode of action. Right? So let's say you're, you're what we call a fact finder. You like to ask a lot of questions. You want all the details. And if I'm a quick start, so just to give me the overview, give me the bottom line, what's the summary kind of thing. We're going to have a problem because you keep asking too many questions and I just cut you off. So the idea is if we understand that's how each other work, we don't have to like each other, but we can work together. Yeah, so you can communicate better because you understand that, that person just needs so yes. many facts. That's like, yes. oh my gosh, she's got time for all those facts, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. right. Or if I want to talk to you and I know you want those facts, maybe I'm going to give you some facts to, to, you know, as an intro so then you won't be asking me the other 10 questions. 
I like it. Sneaky. Yeah. You're sneaky, aren't you? <laughs> no, that is true. With our patients, too, because exactly. that's the way you communicate so often with so many different types of personalities. So it's right. really good to know that. It helps. Right. So if you think about it, the patient who come up on the front desk and say, when am I going to be seated? What are we doing today? Right? Mm-hmm. Versus the one that you give them a form and it's 15 minutes later. Because they're reading every single word. And then they're going to bring it up to you and ask you more questions. Right? So mm-hmm. for me, as a quick start... Those patients drive me a little crazy, so I me make too. sure that somebody else is dealing with that patient. And by the time that patient gets in the chair, I try to be proactive. I'm going to give them all the information before they ask me all the questions. Right, because you know which questions they're going to ask, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes a lot so you got to be proactive. Mm-hmm. So I had the pleasure of hearing you speak before, and um, it was so your story was so amazing and. You're so inspirational. I had no idea. So I would love to have you back on the show when we have more time. If you want to share a little bit more uh, in the future, we can do that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think a lot of us need to share our story. Sometimes the story defines us or you can understand why certain people are inspired to do certain things. And so I would encourage everybody to share their story more. Right. Uh, going back really briefly to when people are putting other people down and things like that. And usually now that after you've had training and things like that, you understand that it's not them. They're, they're hurting. They have something they need to fix. So it's about them. And there's a reason they're doing that. And so. Right. Yeah. But sometimes it's also about you. Yeah. Because why is it that you tend to see more negative things? You, you know how there are certain right. people who usually only yes. see the positive stuff. And then yes. some people, whatever you give yeah. them, they're going to give you a reason <laughs> what's going wrong kind of thing yes because that's the mindset and I've been both so I get I understand yeah right, I think right, we all have yeah, helpful. yeah yeah but but the the high performance coaching when we're talking about is, is habit so if you train yourself right like or somebody help coach you where you think positive you're looking for the positive things you're looking to help other people grow and help yourself grow then you just when it becomes a habit then eventually you can quote unquote change and you become a more positive person. Yes. You he- heard it here first. Be positive. Think positivity with Emily, Dr. Emily Latran. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you. Patrice Austin, is this the, the Dr. Catrice Austin? It is. Hi. We are going on tour. We wanted to come and say hi to you. Tell us about yourself, Dr. Hey guys, I'm Dr. Catrice Austin, cosmetic dentist to the stars like DJ Khaled, Cardi B, Wendy Williams, Isaac Hayes, Anthony Anderson, and so many more. I am a seven-time author of three number one best-selling books, and I am here coaching other dentists how to get on TV as I have appeared on the Dr. Oz Show, Good Morning America, today's show, and so many more. So we want to educate other dentists and professionals on on the whole how to build their brand how to become celebrities meaning how to get your brand out there and be seen in their neighborhood their town their country the world the world is theirs i love it yes i I have to i'm admiring your nails nails that cardi has i have similar just not as long but they're blingy i wish you guys could see these these are fierce boy they (laughs) i wouldn't want to get in a fight with you right i can just i could i didn't even think about that in new york city where i live this could be like protection self-defense yes i love that hey dual purpose (laughs) those are beautiful nails they are so tell us how can people find you you can find me on Instagram at Dr. Catrice Austin, D-R-C-A-T-R-I-S-E, or you can go to Dr. Austin Speaks 
Com. There you have it, folks. Dr. Catrice Austin with the Cardi B nails. Walking the red carpet and having that VIP experience here. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yes. Cheers. Well, hello, everybody. We're still at the Dental Festival here in Hollywood, Florida. I have Carrie with me. We had interviewed her for Truth Scalers, her podcast. How are you doing, Carrie? I'm doing great, guys. Awesome. Well, it's good to finally meet you in person, not just virtually. What have you been doing besides, well, let's see, having a baby? Oh, yeah, that's taken up a lot of my time. Um, lately, I've been doing a lot of virtually public speaking, so I have a lot of different events coming up. Recently, I was just in Do Life magazine, me and a picture of the baby. Awesome. Yeah, they interviewed me for that. And um, so I, here at the event, I talked about burnout on a panel and just basically how to look for it among ourselves and our colleagues, how to manage it, and how to recover from it. So I'm doing that, and I'll be having a program I'm starting up soon um, on Zoom. So I'll do some coaching, um, group coaching to help everyone, basically, so we can all kind of learn from one another. Awesome, yeah, because I see you on LinkedIn. Boy, you have you need more than 24 hours in a day, especially having a, a new baby. <laughs> yeah, I, I keep myself pretty busy, but I try to keep it balanced and everything. So. I kind of try to time block so that I can make sure that I'm giving my baby what he needs, my uh -huh. husband what he needs, and right. I also have self-care as well. Yes. <laughs> okay, tell us when to start. Good. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I am Kat with PDT, Paradise Dental Technologies out of Missoula, Montana. We manufacture uh, dental hand instruments, and I am visiting with Tammy, the event specialist for PDT. Tammy, why don't you give me a quick little rundown on um, your most popular dental instrument? Well, everybody knows us by our celebrity instrument, the Montana Jack. It's the number one selling instrument in the world, and it's got a whole family of other instruments. We've got our Queen of Hearts and our Ace Probes and the little brother, Jack the Nimble. All of our instruments are very lightweight and they're color coordinated for different quadrants of the mouth. Lots of fun instruments. We have an I Dream of Hygiene kit. So you can tell we have a lot of fun. <laughs> and what makes the Montana Jack everybody's favorite? You mentioned it was lightweight. Well, yeah. And what else? Continuous blade. It's, very, it's a universal, but a lot of people say they can use it everywhere in the mouth. Um, it's great stainless steel, U.S. grade steel that we put it through a proprietary recipe of heat and cryogenics and uh, makes it really hard and tough and easier to sharpen. And then we've got great knurling that goes all the way to the working shank. So it works well in a wet gloved environment. You know, Tammy, that is so awesome. You know, the, the thing that I have learned about PDT is that everybody thinks that you're just a hygiene company, but you have all lines of dental instruments, right? Yes, we do. Not Such we. as? <laughs> um, we have a full surgical line. We have an endo line, an ortho line, uh, 46 different braces, and um, some great implant kits that have been developed specifically by, by the experts and or full arch implants, and they're all titanium, so they won't scratch the implant. Awesome. Okay, so we are here at the Dental Mental Network booth at the Dental Festival, and we have Sue Jeffries. Sue, how are you doing? 
I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. I want to hear a little bit more about uh, Dental Mental Network and what it's all about. Great. So Dental Mental Network is a 501c3 charitable nonprofit, and we do emergency intervention for anybody in dentistry experiencing a mental crisis. Once somebody comes into the network, I do a thorough assessment to determine what their need is, what the source of their distress is, whether it's financial, if it's a divorce, if it's addiction, whatever their problem is, so that I can reach out to local professionals in their community and get them to the people that they need services from within 12 hours. Oh, that's great. So you connect them with services. So so you're not an actual licensed psychologist yet or are you yet. I know you do a lot of things so I'm like <laughs> the word the word is yet so I will be finishing up my degree in uh, psychology in um, clinical psychology in the spring and so I would like to be one of the first resources but right now I'm the switchboard so I find out the cause and I get them connected to professional resources and then from there we can also if it's a failure in their practice I can connect them with the consultants uh, you know the experts who know what they do yes I think that's so important 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 we say that all the time (laughs) yes so for sure so how did where did this passion come about how did you come up but to do something so important, like where's the passion? Where's the, the fire in your belly? In 2012, I was suicidal. I had a plan and I was going to do it. And my beautiful daughter looked at me one day and she said, Mom, you're not fit to be around the grandkids. I, you know, I can't let you around them anymore. And, uh, and she looked at me and she said, don't do what Mikey did. And Mikey is my son, Mikey actually attempted suicide he hung himself and it was very it was a freak accident that somebody came back home and found him and took him down and that woke that woke me up and I got into the counseling that I needed however the treatment I needed took eight years um, for them to figure it out and so I did the medication cocktail for eight years was still unbalanced and I'm just happy to say today that through perseverance, I'm still with a therapist. I'll always be with a therapist, but I'm on the correct medication and my life is happy. And I just wish I could have done this 40 years ago. Oh my gosh. Thank you for sharing your story. And that is so important. And I think a lot of us know somebody that has been in that situation or been in that situation themselves. And so I'm so glad to help share this, spread this word about um, suicide prevention as well. And that's something that uh, we've mentioned in, in our podcast in the past. And so many people don't talk about it because it's, it's sad and it's scary and it's a dirty word, but it needs to be talked about. It definitely needs to be talked about. It is still alive and well in dentistry. Uh, just here at the conference alone over the course of this week, I've had five people come up to me and tell me their story of someone, mostly de- other dentists in the last two weeks, who have taken their own lives. And um, it's just really sad. And, you know, everybody asks the question, why? Why didn't they come talk to me? You know, I'm, I'm their best friend. They didn't say anything. How I, I had no way of knowing. We'll never know. Nobody knew with me. 
as well until my daughter finally figured it out at the end. But I just, I'm here to raise awareness. I want people to know if you do know someone or if you yourself are having ideas of suicide, that the Dental Mental Network is here and you're not alone. I certainly can empathize and understand your situation, but more importantly, connect you to the resources you need. Great. And I think I want to talk to your daughter too, to see how we can look for signs in people because we all have egos and we're proud. And I think most people that try to commit suicide are probably look like they have their stuff together, but inside they don't. I'm not sure. We do have Jill come over here. So we have nurse Jill with us on this trip and she actually works in a ER department. Jill, have you seen an increase of suicide attempts recently? It's ridiculous, actually. I can't say by how much, but I would say at least 30%, especially since COVID. I think the isolation and just the disconnect with people has really affected it. I, I agree. But there's, and now there's also the monetary, you know, problem in dentistry. Staffing is a big issue. People are, you know, their bottom line there is dropping, 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 right? And they're not able to, they can't, the supply channel is broken. They can't get the supplies and they can't get the staff in to cover the patients, right? They can't, you know, these doctors are stressed out. They don't know what they're going to do. They're seeing less patients. Their patients are leaving because they can't manage them without the stress. They can't get the supplies to cover what they need. It's going home with them. It's affecting their marriages. You know, their wives are stressed out. Their kids are being homeschooled still. And, you know, everybody's sick. And it's, it's, there is an uptick in dentistry as well. So I'm sure, you know, we represent, we represent all of society. You know, we're just a fraction of it. So where you're seeing it up, we're seeing it up as well. For sure. All right. Well, obviously there's so much more to talk about. And so when we get back to our offices at home and unpack our stinky bags, we will uh, do a full episode with you and hear so much more about this important subject. Thank you, Sue. You're welcome. Thank you. To see the video footage of the podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel at Dental Elements, A-L-E-M-E-N-T-S podcast. To share your story, hit us up on our website at rootyouon.com, R-O-O-T-U-O-N.com.